A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Listeners, hello and a very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today I'm joined by a young lady from um, the southeast of England, a lady by the name of Rebecca Wheel. Rebecca, very warm welcome to you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. And listeners, what we're going to be talking about today is something along the lines of I'm a young game changer with a childlike curiosity. Rebecca, let's let's dive straight in. What do those yeah. words mean to you, childlike curiosity? Yeah, I think, you know, childlike curiosity is kind of when you're a child, you're you're always you're kind of asking questions all the time, you know. Um, children ask why um, and kind of challenging you know um, kind of challenging things and asking why and being really kind of um, just curious and just excited about life and learning Um, so to me it's kind of trying to channel into that and tap into that um, kind of um, you know um, wanting to to kind of just enjoy life and just ask questions and and um, discover you know, new things. Hmm. So from your own level of awareness, do you think that's changed since you was, um, let's just say, uh, of more younger years, you know, more childlike years? Have you noticed that as you've got a bit older, that somehow, not just yourself, Rebecca, but people around you, they get more, I don't know, less childlike. (laughs) That sounds like a ridiculous thing. So that curiosity. Absolutely. I think... We kind of get a bit constrained as we grow up, a bit kind of like, you know, I think uh, we kind of tend to put things in boxes and categories and um, we lose that kind of um, imagination, I think, sometimes. And so it's, I definitely think that kind of, I've tried to tap into it, you know, but it does get lost along the way. Um, that kind of, you know, um, yeah, that, that, inspiration for, for life mm. so I think it yeah I think it's about no you know noticing the simple things as well and just really kind of um kind of being grateful and appreciative of, of the simple things because when you're a child you know you get so um so pleased by the simplest things like running up a hill for example you know laughing and just being in the sun and um those things are such beautiful things and I think we do tend to kind of get so caught up in our day-to-day life we kind of it's it's quite easy to lose sight of that five simple words you use there Rebecca we put things in boxes we Mm. do don't we we put things in boxes and when we look at the six human needs model listeners the first need is the need for certainty. Isn't it true mm. that by putting things in boxes, to use Rebecca's terms, terminology, that we create this mind model of, of, of uh, well, of certainty. We, it makes yeah. us think that, okay, that belongs in that box. And mm. that's a bit of a mind hack. But the challenge with that is, as we get older, 
things tend to stay in that box, you know, hence yeah. the, the old saying, well, we've always done it this way and we'll always do it this way. And mm. we lose a lot of opportunity by that. I mean, it's got its place. Obviously, it's got its place. Yeah, yeah. Um, can you resonate with that at all, Rebecca? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a way that I kind of um, try and break free of that is through creativity, because uh, as an artist, you know, to be able to really create something new, you've got to kind of let go of all of that kind of, um, you've got to think outside the box. I know it's obviously it's a cliche, but you do um, to be able to create something and to be able to express something within, you know, within yourself. Um, yeah. So when you're creating then, yeah, Rebecca, be it a logo, a design, a website, whatever it is, I mean, have you got an idea? I mean, do you create on the basis of certainty or do you literally just, you know, start with a blank piece of paper and you haven't mm. got a clue what the end product's going to look like? That's you know, it. you're very yeah. uncertain. It is, yeah. And that's where the magic happens because if you have this preconceived idea of what you're trying to do and obviously you know there's a you've got to have some kind of direction but it's, it's just kind of uh not holding a lot like uh, giving yourself that space to not hold back by um kind of being free in your in your thoughts and just kind of playing and experimenting because otherwise you just end up um it's you kind of end up creating something that you um, you, it doesn't allow for that freedom, you know, if, if you constrain it too much at the beginning. So you've got to have that open space to to play around with things for it to kind of organically grow. Mm. Interesting. I mean, what's interesting here, listeners, is, you know, just in this, this brief five minutes that Rebecca and I have been speaking, two of the six human needs have already naturally just dropped into conversation, you know, to use... Yet again, Rebecca's terminology, we put things in boxes. That's mm. that's wording for certainty. And that creativity of not quite knowing what the end product's going to look like, be that a website or a flyer or a logo, yeah. whatever, a design, that's uncertainty. So there's the first two needs um, uh, of the six Mets. So I'm just wondering now, okay, mm. let's, so let's play. Let's be creative. Let's be childlike with this thread then. Rebecca, and see if we can't see if we can't do all six human needs through this this umbrella title of childlike curiosity. So let's move on to the next one: the need yeah. for significance. So mm. how can childlike curiosity? How can that meet our need for significance? Do you feel? so significance in kind of feeling like you need to feel loved or yeah, not, um, not so much that one because that's the opposite one the love and connection yeah. you know one that yeah. makes us feel that we're needed we are important we matter as an individual so it becomes it becomes all about us that childlike yeah. curiosity is there a relationship between childlike curiosity and that need for significance yeah, I suppose there is. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around the link between the two. Um, 
And that there's great learning there, listeners, isn't there? Because there isn't, and you know, isn't that true of the human nature? We're always mm. looking to find an answer. And yeah, maybe there aren't answers. Sometimes yeah. that brings in that whole saying of just let it go. Because if it's mm. not there and it's not flowing, um, I mean, surely Rebecca is a creative. This is kind of how it works in in your very talented and creative world that this don't feel right. I mean, I suppose we're into the realms now, listeners, of intuition. Mm. Just, I mean, does it make you feel significant, Rebecca, to know that your childlike curiosity, your artistic flair, your creativity, yeah. you know, when you produce something for a client and they yeah. say, wow, that's brilliant, does that make you feel significant? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it does. It kind of reinforces, you know, um, your relationship with creativity and how you kind of feel about yourself when you've produced something that's really um, kind of well received and, you know, um, that people kind of appreciate and it makes you feel feel good. So, yeah. So maybe there is a relationship after all or a connection between yeah. childlike curiosity and significance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely because <laughs> there usually is sometimes we just have to look a bit deeper than you know some things isn't it true mm. they they hit us straight away they become apparent straight away or sometimes we just have to go on a little uh what i call a prodding and poking exercise to find out yeah. well where is not the answer but a answer and that's exactly. what children do isn't it they explore yeah. you know yeah. they've, they've got no boundaries as such it's like you know, I always use the example, listeners, of a young child building, you know, when we was kids, we you get a deck of cards and you put, you know, you lean one into the other, the one, then you put one on top, you build this big triangle, and then usually one of your siblings comes uh, comes along and, and spitefully knocks it over. <laughs> What's the reaction of the, the child mm. that's done it? They kind of just laugh and say, okay, I'll build it again. Whereas yeah. adults, it's like, well, what have you done that for? And we get angry and frustrated yeah. and constrained. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. when we're, we're a child as well, we're kind of like, um, we're, we're free. And we haven't had those bad experience. Well, you know, those experiences where you go through life and you experience rejection. And, and we're kind of quite innocent to that. So I think, you know, um, there's a certain level of kind of, just just freedom and and um yeah as you said openness and just kind of not having those kind of past experience or, or constraints that are kind of um making our ourselves kind of um act on on fear in a way because they don't they don't so much have that um fear mm. yeah hold, hold that hold that thought what rebecca's just said there listeners that dirty Four letter F word, fear. Hold that thought. We're going to come back to that. We're going to come okay. back to that. So moving on from the significance and the other side of that is love and connection. Yeah. How does, what's the kind of relationship between childlike curiosity and this love and connection, our need for love and connection? Any thoughts around that one, Rebecca? Yeah, so um, I suppose that need to feel loved um you know but I think that's within us so as a child you know we kind of look for that 
in different areas and we kind of get, try and get that reinforced but I think um understanding that that's already within within um us you know um to have full, like full love and acceptance for ourselves um but yeah I think that over the years obviously it, it gets kind of um it's a struggle you know so Mm. looking back to those childhood days can kind of reignite that kind of um that essence you know of, of just loving life and just mm. freedom yeah and and yeah. you know I'm, I'm picking up on what Rebecca said there listeners I mean I certainly from one and I've written about this in um certainly one more than one of my books around an incident or a situation actually when I was seven years of age and mm. a, a black and white um black and white beautiful spirit what the outside world would call a dog and um Rocky's name was and mm. you know I came from a family that was extremely poor but boy was I blissfully happy because I had a football and I had my beautiful soulmate Rocky and mm. the love of two matriarchs one called a mother one called a grandmother and that was it I didn't need any more you know mm. the yeah the simplicity of it absolutely yeah, so that, yeah. you know, that love and connection was there. And, you know, that child, and I lost that over the years. And something happened mm. about four years ago, five years ago, that made me realise it took me back to that, that child of seven. And to understand, listeners, that actually we've all got our own understanding of who we are. But for me, that's who I am. I'm that, I'm that boy of seven that just mm. loves the simplicity of, you know, playing football on the back garden with, with Rocky and, and that kind of thing. And mm. as we get older, you know, we've got to have this and we should have that. And, you know, yeah. you've got a black cat, then I've got to have two black cats. And if you've got a, a you know, uh, a Maserati, then I've got to have two Ferraris and all this kind of yeah. conditioning. Needing more, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I think we are living in excess in a way, aren't we? Because we're kind of overstimulated with like all this content all the time and social media and, and, and seeing everyone else's lives all the time. And, it, you know, getting that kind of um, feeling like we need to validate ourselves and kind of compare to others. Cause we're, we're, we're constantly kind of seeing all it all, you know, um, and comparing, but um, I think, yeah, just having that kind of knowing of, you know that you're you're enough as is. You don't need kind of all this extra stuff. Um, it's back to that simplicity and that awareness that children have, yeah. isn't it? They don't go looking for. They haven't learned the kind of fear. Let's 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 hone in on that fear word. So I'm going to say to you this, Rebecca. There's a there's a train of thought, and I am sort of. Um, maybe oversimplifying a touch maybe not let's not, mm. let's not judge it but when people say it's a choice of love versus fear I mean is it as simple as that is it as black and white as that what's your thoughts around that mm. statement I, I, I find it a tricky one because I think in a way you know fear can be a good thing because you can use it um but yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's as as simple as love versus fear, um, but maybe maybe it is. Mm. Because you know, um, fear isn't necessarily a bad thing, but if you use it in the right way, 
Mm. Um, Rather than letting it use you, because if you let it use you, isn't that when we become a victim? Yeah, absolutely. That's true. Mm. Okay, so let's finish the thread with the six human needs then. So we've done the four basic core human needs here, listeners, of certainty, uncertainty or variety, significance, and then the fourth one, love and connection. Mm. The fifth one, which is the first of the two highest spiritual needs, is the need for growth. Do you feel, Rebecca, that having this childlike curiosity is a good platform for growth? Um, Yeah, definitely. Because I think it's all about um, having that kind of like love for discovering things and learning and finding out, you know, more and and just asking questions and and being excited to kind of just learn and open to learning. Um, And within that, it kind of is a a platform for growth because we're all learning at the end of the day. You, you, You never stop learning. Um, but it's, I think as well about enjoying the journey of it. Um, cause as a child, you're so fascinated by, you know, uh, it could be anything, any, you know, the, the world is just a fascinating place, um, mm-hmm. as a child, isn't it? Everything's so intriguing and exciting and all oh, why, why is this like this? And so, yeah, keeping that kind of, um, passion for learning, um, that children, that children have and using that to kind of um you know apply that to life day to day and and ha- help you kind of to grow um i think it's definitely um yeah something that can be you know taken from that childlike curiosity and applied so the highest human need of all then the highest human need of all is the need for contribution how do you feel, Rebecca, from your own perspective, that mm. this childlike curiosity helps or even meets your own need for contribution? What does that look mm. like and feel like to you? Um, I think, yeah, being connected to others and, and really just wanting to kind of help people, um, you know, children can surprise you sometimes and you know do really beautiful things and really um kind of taking care of other people and um yeah I think that um having that kind of yeah wanting to contribute and wanting to help people um we can definitely take kind of how how we've seen the world as a child um and yeah, and use that. Because they just, I mean, you know, there's a mass generalization here, but children just kind of speak from the hearts. What you see, yeah, you know, we're, we're back to that simplicity yet again. You know, there is no yeah. ceilings, there is no walls. It's just, mm. you know, what's that saying? Out of the mouths of babes. And, and they mm. do, don't they? They speak from the heart, they speak yeah. the truth. I mean, I can always remember, you know, going back to when I was a kid, you know, we, we used to go and visit on a Sunday, inverted commas, auntie. It's amazing how many, mm. how many aunties you had, because everybody was either an auntie or an uncle. <laughs> the fact <laughs> yeah. relations, and, and you was you was walk while I was before. Now, sit there, children should be seen and not heard, and don't speak until you've spoken to, and I can remember being bored, senseless for about mm. three hours every Sunday. 
But, mm. you know, this kind of, and, and my mind often goes back to that around, you know, this freedom and the power of letting children express themselves. This is where I think the Brazilians, yeah. when, you know, when Pele played for them particularly, that, and I, I personally coined the phrase, let the children play. In other words, give, give them a ball and let them express themselves. For a ball, yeah. read a dance floor, read a painting brush, read whatever, but let mm. children express themselves. But it's yeah. then the kind of, there's that much pressure to inverted commas, grow up and mm. achieve, perform. You should do this. You should mm. get, you know, a first class honours degree. You should do this. And, mm. and the pressure that takes away from that, just letting people express themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, there's this whole pressure of kind of, wanting to achieve and you know this idea about what what it would be to be successful when actually you know being successful is just really kind of um being like happy in yourself and 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 having that play and enjoying life enjoying those little moments and um we kind of think that yeah this 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 pressure to succeed and to to achieve things kind of takes over that sometimes doesn't it it's... Mm. so listeners we've dealt with one of um we've dealt makes it sound very official doesn't it and non-childlike <laughs> we've dealt yeah. with got my, got my officers hat on now have i um, <laughs> we've danced with we've flirted with call it what you will we've kind of you know prodded and poked poked Poked, poked. <laughs> Childlike curiosity is coming out. He's challenging. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> the constraint bit. Um, mm. You know, the six human needs are so, so powerful in our lives. But the other one is the beliefs. So mm. kind of, let's, let's have a play with that one for a little bit, Rebecca. So knowing what we know now, as we've, as we've you know, we've left that childlike curiosity behind to... Yeah to whatever degree, maybe not totally, but the beliefs that just a simple statement, you know, how many times has this, this been said? You need to grow up, you know, from, mm. I don't know, maybe early years, teenage years, adolescent years, whatever, young adulthood, you need to grow up a bit. And, mm. you know, that kind of then forces away and then forces yeah. away from this childlike curiosity and maybe we start to grow up with a belief that it's not good to be like a child then because yeah. I've had so many people say to me I need to grow up mm. Mm. any thoughts yeah I mean um it's true you know when 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 you're in school and then it's always like the next step so you're in school then you're in college then you, or whatever you do you know there's these kind of um, adult things that you kind of should be doing or you know getting a house get marriage and children and obviously that's all beautiful but I think we we think that um sometimes there are things that you know we we should be doing as an adult and um it does constrain it and it does uh, make you lose sight of that kind of um freedom of 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 you know um, being a child and just that, that curiosity and having those beliefs is it's important to challenge those um as a child would do because ch children kind of always you know asking why why is this like this why is it like this like this and I think if we do that constantly we can try and um 
break down those barriers and those kind of um, precon like preconceptions of what we should be doing to be an adult, you know. Mm. Um, One of the questions, listeners, that um, invariably gets asked uh, with with guests um, that question. I'm sure we've we've all asked it at some time or other in our lives. Who am I? Who am I? And I think next time I interview um, or I have a conversation with, I'm back into my formal non-childlike language listeners. When I interview, mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Um, but next time, um, you know, there's a there's a conversation with um, a person of more younger years. But around that, what do these three words mean to you? Who am I? And they'll probably be. I would wager there'll probably be a silence and something along the lines of, Paul, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> because there again, Rebecca, isn't it true that as we get older, we've got this whole identity thing about yeah. who am I? You know, I was told I was this. I was told I was yeah. whatever that label is that we've been given over the years. You know, uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose we do tend to kind of put ourselves in those boxes again by being like, you know, I am a graphic designer or I, we, we identify ourselves with kind of what we do instead of mm. who we are a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, you know, there's this deep knowing of, of who you are, I think, and tapping into that and using kind of things like meditation and um, flow state and even I find exercise taps into it that just kind of deep knowing of, of, of who you are um, instead of all these labels and these stories we tell ourselves of who we are um, yeah I mean having, having that having that just kind of just yeah that self-acceptance that just kind of thinking you know we, we, we don't have to be anything we just are who we are so from your own point of view then, Rebecca, mm. well, before I ask you the final question, how can listeners find out more about you? Do you want to share your contact details for the show notes, how people can reach out, get in touch with you? Yeah, thank you. So um, my website is uh, rebeccawheel.com, and that's spelt um, Rebecca and then W-H-E-E-L-E. Um, so all my kind of information's on there really of how to contact me. Um, I've got the, my email and my number on there and, um, it's kind of a portfolio of my work. So I've got my, um, art, uh, my website's, uh, design and, um, kind of all the graphic design stuff. So that's really where to find me. Yeah. Great stuff. So final question then, Rebecca, final question is this. How do we get back? You know, we've alluded to losing that yeah. childlike curiosity. Yeah, yeah. How do we get back in touch with that? I mean, for me, it's about really just um, being practicing gratitude and 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 for the simple things in life, um, and being in the moment. Um, really, just kind of letting it sink in, just where you are right now in the moment. Um, and having fun, you know, not taking life too seriously. Um, and however you can kind of tap into that, whether it be meditation or whether it be exercise or, or art or, you know, being creative or 
playing football or whatever it is, I think kind of doing these things and um, really just being aware of, you know, where you are and, and, and being grateful and, um, and having the, just that love, um, love, love for life. And it's as simple as that, listeners. It really is as simple as that. And, you know, I think if I was personally to, you know, to sum up one word that was aligned with this childlike curiosity, it would be simplicity. Mm. And uh, I think on that simple note, all that remains now is to say, remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world is changing. How will you respond? <laughs>